First Class Fatherhood. That is where Alec Lace comes in with his popular podcast. And one of the most interesting was on a podcast. Alec Lace interviews high-profile fathers from actors to NFL players with a vision to change the narrative of fatherhood and family life. Welcome, everybody, to episode 640 of First Class Fatherhood, a family-made media podcast. Today, I welcome Dylan Scott to the podcast. Dylan Scott is a country music superstar. He's a singer-songwriter. His first album hit number five on the country music charts. He's had multiple top ten singles, including My Girl, Hooked, and Nobody. He had a rare opportunity in which he had a chance to mix business with pleasure. His wife and kids joined him on a recent music video. I'm going to talk to him about that and so much more. Dylan Scott will be here with me in just a few minutes, so please stick around for the interview. All right, if you guys missed any of this week's episodes, please flip it back. Monday, I had the honor of having Lucas Black on the podcast here. Lucas Black is somebody who's dedicated to bringing back more masculine roles to our televisions here. For goodness sake, we know we could definitely use to see more strong father figures on the film. I love what Lucas Black is doing. His new movie is out right now called Legacy Peak. It's streaming over there on Pure Flix. I hope you'll go back and check out that interview. It really was phenomenal. And Wednesday, of course, country music star, former uh, U.S. Army veteran Craig Morgan joined me on the podcast. He's got a new book out titled God, Family, Country, a memoir. So go back and check out those interviews and stay tuned right now. Here comes my interview with Dylan Scott on First Class Fatherhood. Joining me now, First Class Father Dylan Scott. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Yeah, man. Good to be here. Thanks for having me. All right, let's start here. How many kids do you have? How old are they? I've got two kids. I've got a little boy who is be five in December and a little girl who just turned three in August. Awesome. One and one. You going to try to uh, break the tie there and go for another one. Are you all done? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're at, we're trying now, you know, it's, uh, we'll see what happens, but I think we'll, I think we'll try for one more. I think three is a good number. All right. Love it. Yeah. I got four of myself, three boys and a girl. So, um, more kids to marry you. If you could, Dylan, please uh, take a minute to hit my listeners with a little bit about your background and what you do. Yeah, man. So I'm a, uh, I'm a country music artist. I live in Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, I was born and raised in a little small town called Bastrop, Louisiana. And uh, I've been here in Nashville for about 12 years now, chasing a country music career. And uh, luckily enough, we've had a little success with uh, My Girl, a song called My Girl being my very first number one, and a song called Nobody being another number one. And we just come off another number one song in country radio called New Truck. So living the dream, man. Yeah, awesome. Having success in what you love to do. Uh, phenomenal. Then take me back then five years, Dylan, to the beginning of your fatherhood journey. How old were you then when you became a dad? And how did that experience change your perspective on life? Yeah, I was 26 years old when I when I became a dad. And uh, man, it just, you know what it did for me? <clears throat> my, my, my main priority in life was a country music career. Like, oh, I just... I got to have this career. I got to do this. I've got to, that's, that's what I woke up every day thinking about. And, uh, when I, when I had kids, when I had my son, uh, it's like, I, it put the brakes on it, not put the brakes on my career, but just the way I was thinking as far as, okay, now I've got, I've got this baby to take care of, you know, I've got a son and, uh, it made me, made me realize, Hey, there's more to life than just working every single day you know it's just time to spend time with some my, with my kids and so now i mean i still i work really hard and i, and I still have a dream of country music but um i have i have two kids that take up a little more time and make me realize hey if something in the music doesn't work out i still have these kids 
Yeah, very well said, Dylan. And I know that you you ended up marrying your high school sweetheart. What when you guys been together a long time? What was that process like for you to watch your 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 longtime love become a mom and take on that role of motherhood? What was that like? Yeah, man. Like you said, we've been together since we were 15 years old, since we were sophomores in high school. And you know, I mean, I always knew she was gonna be a great mom. That's what she that's what she wanted to be. You know, I, I wanted to be a country music star. She wanted to be a mom, you know. And so she uh she was full just right in it man like hey embracing mom life and you know she gets to stay home with the kids luckily enough and she's she's taking them to the park she's taking them taking them to school and picking them up every day and doing all kind of you know extracurricular activities with them and she's uh she's a rock star and what was it like then for you to get to merge those two together the country music and then your family because i know that you did that in the video uh, uh, lay down with you. You had an opportunity to have your wife, your family in the video. What was that experience like for you to get a chance to, to have the both all together there? Yeah. What's cool about this whole thing, man, is one, I've got a very supportive wife who is, like I said, she supports what I do and my kids do as well. My kids love it. You know, it's not one of the things like, Oh, daddy's got to go on the road this week and her daddy's got to do this. Like they're all about it. Like, Oh, where are you going? Are you getting on the bus? You're taking a plane, you know? And so it's cool to have them a part of my music career and be fully supportive of it. And when I can, when I can put them in a music video or take them to a concert or get them on the bus or an airplane, take them here and show them this, it's just, man, it's, it's the best of both worlds. I got my family, I've got my music, um, and we're, we're out there doing it. So it's, it's a lot of fun. Awesome. And what, what would you consider Dylan to be the top values you hope to instill in your kids growing up? Yeah, just to, you know what, man, just be good humans. You know, my, my mom and dad, they never, they never forced me one way or another what I needed to do in life. They just, they just taught me right from wrong and to be nice to people. And I think, I think that right there can go a long ways. And that's what, that's what I do with my kids, man. I just teach them, hey, be nice to other people, be good people, be respectful. And uh, things will move a lot smoother in life if you're that way. Yeah, and, then, and tapping into that a little more then, what would you say so far you are like as a disciplinarian so far as a dad? And is that different than the discipline style you grew up with? Yeah, I mean, I would say the difference between the way I was raised and my parents and the way I do things is, you know, my parents were pretty, they were straightforward and, I, and I'm straightforward with my kids. And I try to, like I said, you know, if, if they're doing wrong, I I, I correct them on it really quick. But um, the difference between my, I think the way I was raised and what I do is I, I like to sit down with my kids and explain the situation. Hey, this is the reason we don't do this. Hey, this is why you shouldn't go, you know, run out in the road or whatever. Like they talk to them first and before, you know, before like my, my mom and dad, they was like, Oh, you're grounded. You know, like, well, why am I grounded? You know, like, cause you did this. Well, that they wouldn't really talk through it, you know, and I think I think it's smart. I think it's smart to at least talk through it and explain the situation. And then, hey, if you don't understand it after that, then, yeah, you might maybe time for, you know, take take this toy away or take the iPad away or we'll do we'll do something like that. But that's I just try to talk through the situation first. Yeah. And I have my two oldest are in high school now. They're two teenagers. So the discipline definitely uh, evolves along the way. So it's definitely interesting to see because my, my other two are in, you know, sixth grade and, and, and third grade. So it's like it's totally different as we go along the spectrum of disciplining the kids here as we as we try to figure it out as we go. Yeah. And that's the, that's the thing. We just try to figure it out, man. Do it the best we can and, and be the best dad and, and mom we can. And, and like you said, you know, when we discipline them, it's probably going to change from the time they're 
three to five than when they're 15 years old. So <laughs> we'll see what we'll see what comes about in the next 10 years. Yeah, I love it. It's all good, though. And uh, how about so far? Has becoming a dad changed you as an artist, as a country music artist? Has it changed you as a singer or songwriter? How's that been? Yeah, you know, I've always sang songs about life, um, but I try to sing songs and write songs that are true to me, true to who I am. And uh, it's definitely changed my writing being a dad. You know, there's more there's more daddy songs I've recorded now and, and, and written. But, um, yeah, I mean, I still have a lot of love songs that are about my wife growing up, but um, I think it matures. It's matured me as a writer and as an artist as far as the quality of songs I put out there and what I put out there. And, you know, now when I hear a song about partying or something like that, I will. All right. Hang on a second. I got kids. So I really want to sing this. So I want to say this, you know, and, and we got kids coming to our shows, too. So I got to think about that as well. And, you know, Dylan, I, I wanted to ask you this, too. I mean, I, I'm, I'm so many. I lost both of my parents before I became a father. Both my mom and dad died before I met my wife, before I started having kids. And I know, uh, unfortunately, you lost your mother earlier this year. And sorry for your loss. How Thank has you. that how has that experience so far impacted you in your career, maybe a country music artist and as a father and moving forward? Yeah, you know what, man, it's my mom. She was my biggest supporter in music but by my, my dad as well. My mom, man, she loved it. So, you know, it's just for me, it's just once again, it's just like, hey, you got to got to put your shoulders back, stick your chest out and just take every day how it comes. And it's pushed me harder, I think, you know, just to, to make my mom proud. But, um, you know, I just um, yeah, you miss them. But. Uh, you have to you have to continue get to continue raising your kids and, and, and doing your, your career path as music and uh, just hope that uh, hope whatever you do, you make them proud. Yeah, very well said, Dylan. And I know you got the tour going on, uh, kicking off now. What is it like for you going on tour? I know you said the kids get excited when you get to go places, uh, you know, get on the plane, whatever it may be. Do you get a chance on the tour? Is there a spot where you bring your family along? They come to visit you. How do you kind of balance the family with the tour life? Yeah, man. I mean, the goal, the, the goal here is to, you know, we're on a bus, we're on a bus every weekend traveling to each city. And the goal is to, to one day, you know, have enough, enough success to where I can have a bus that's just designated for me and the family and I can bring them out when I want to, you know. But right now we're not quite there. They do get to come to some close shows when we play nearby. But, you know, man, it's a it is a balance, you know, because when I leave and I get on the bus and I go play Thursday, Friday, Saturday night. Um, you know, it's a, it's a different, I would say a different lifestyle. It's just, we're staying up. We play late at night. So we're staying up late, you know, uh, we're hanging out doing the deal, but I just, when I come home, it's time to, it's time to flip the switch, time to be daddy, you know, it's time to put the phone down. I try to put my phone down as much as I can. Um, what's it? We work off our phones these days, but I try to put my phone down. And when I'm home Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, uh, I try to be daddy, you know, I try to try to be the best dad I can be. And then, like I said, once we're back out on the road, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, you got to flip that switch back on to, to be an artist, you know, and, and, and perform and entertain. And uh, I feel like I feel like we've got a pretty good balance. It's it's working out pretty well. But like I said, too, that comes along with I've got a rock star wife and my kids understand what's up. Yeah, we're, we're all battling that phone time. Believe me, uh, it, it seems yeah. to be getting harder and harder each and every year. As, as you say, we work on it. Every, our lives exist on there so much. So uh, definitely something I'm trying to discipline myself with and get better. Uh, I don't know if I'm doing a good job of it or not, but we're, we're trying either. at least. Uh, it's, it's, that's, it's, that's all you can do is try. At least we're aware <laughs> of it. 
<laughs> yeah, aware definitely. How about as far as bedtime then, Dylan, when you're home? I, I, I mean, are you singing them songs off the latest album at bedtime? They're lullabying them? You're reading them books? What's the bedtime routine look like over there? Yeah, man. So singing songs, that's the morning routine. I get up and I get my <laughs> coffee. And uh, I like to pick my guitar up in the morning time and think of ideas and stuff. And so my, my little boy, my little girl, usually in the morning time, we're singing songs. But our bedtime routine, uh, I get them all ready for bed. We get them in the bed. We do read them books. Um, we say our prayers. And uh, they, get their, they get their water before bed. And, you know, it's, uh, that's really it. It's kind of a normal bedtime routine, I would say. But they do like, they do like, to, uh, they like to read a book. And um, that's just that's what we do. You got any family traditions you guys have started or any that you're carrying on from your families? Anything so far? You know what? We didn't do too many traditions growing up. I think I think my mom tried at a couple like Christmases to do a, a, an early morning breakfast thing, but that didn't work out very long. So we're um, I don't know, man. I, I don't know if we're a unique family or if this is what most families do. But we just kind of we just run and gun, man. We just do whatever. No, no really no traditions in this house household. <laughs> Yeah, I like your style. And obviously you got the tour going on now. What's next for you? What are you planning? What are you working on now? What's going to be coming up next year for Dylan Scott? Yeah, man, we've got a brand new single at Country Radio right now. A song called Can't Have Mine. And man, it blew up on TikTok and it's blowing up at Country Radio right now. So just honestly blessed and thankful to have another song doing the thing on Country Radio and the streaming world. And uh, yeah, just still working on music, man. Riding. We're going to release music first next year, hopefully. And like you said, we're out on the amen to that tour starting here in a couple of weeks. And man, I'm just just running and gunning, working hard, trying to uh, trying to uh, keep my feet planted in, in country music world. Yeah. And, and you mentioned there, Dylan, you know, TikTok and the songs do it. It's so different the way that we stream content, the way that we're all consuming it, the way that you're making it. What, what advice do you have for the parent out there that's got a kid that's trying to maybe not country music, but trying to break in, wants to be a musical artist? What, what is which way would you tell the parents to kind of steer the kids today? Is it the social media route? Or what's the way? You know what? It is the social media route. It really is. I mean, it's social media is so big right now and people can discover new artists and new musicians very easily and very quickly uh, through those platforms. Really TikTok right now, you know, it's, it's just a huge platform. And so that's what I tell artists that are coming to town. It's like, man, you one, the music has to be great. You have to write great music. You have to record great music. At the end of the day, it's all about a great song. If you have a great song or you have a great, uh, a great handful of songs, man, take that thing to social media and see what the people think. Let them blow it up. And, you know, before you know it, you could be selling out small clubs and then small theaters and for just off social media. So it's a huge platform that that not only me, I, I take full advantage of it, but uh, new artists should as well. It's amazing the opportunity that people have today that never had before where they have a shot to get their their content in front of so many people It's really and it's a, it's a shame because it it's so negative in so many ways. There's so much garbage. And if you could just filter that out, there's so many opportunities on there. I'm doing this show. I've had a chance to talk to people from all over the world just because of, the, you know, the phone and the social media and the connection. So it's amazing how good it is and how bad it is. Yeah, it really is. I mean, it's a great thing. And like you said, it's a bad thing because when when you do something good, there is always going to be some some negative energy coming along as well from somewhere. But uh, you know what? I've just learned to block that out, man. I don't worry about it. I just do me. And uh, back to the kids. I think my I think having kids has what's allowed that, you know, before I had kids, um, 
I look on all his comments and I would take every comment to heart. But now that I have kids, man, it's like, I'm not worried about it. I'm worried about my kids. I'm worried about my wife. And I'm worried about what I can control in life and not what other people think. So, um, but yeah, it's a great tool. And, and something else it's doing as well, I feel like social media, it's a great tool, but it's a bad tool because there's so, now the, the market is so consumed. There's so, there's so many people coming in and it's flooded with musicians and this to where, you know, back in the 90s and early 2000s, you, if, you, if somebody was hot on an artist or something, that artist could go sell out an arena like that. Where now it's like there's so many people doing it. And, you know, it's not you can get on your phone or get on TikTok, or get on Instagram and see your favorite artist doing whatever every single day. And back in the day, you couldn't see that. And so the demand was like, oh, we got to go see him in concert. Where now it's it's kind of slowed down a little bit. Unless yeah, you're an anomaly. Unless you're an anomaly. There's, there are a few out there. Yeah, right on with that. And the last thing I want to hit you with here, Dylan, I love to ask all the dads that I get on the podcast, what type of advice do you have for that new dad or for that about-to-be father who's out there listening? Yeah, you know what? And I, I'm not saying it's the greatest advice in the world, but this is what I do. This is what I did. It's just, you know, like I said earlier, put the phone down, play with your kids, you know, be a – be a dad, be, be, you know, you want, like you said, you want to discipline your kids. You want to teach them right from wrong, but you also want to be their friend. And uh, that's what I try to do with my kids. I try to be their friend. And if they're in the living room playing with cars or Barbies or whatever, even if I don't want to go in there and do that, me going in there for 10, 15 minutes and just sitting there means the world to them. So just be present. Yeah, very well said. I love the message. It's been a lot of fun for me. I got to say, Dylan Scott, you're a first-class father all the way. And thank you so much for giving me a few minutes of your time here on First Class Fatherhood. Yes, sir. Thanks for having me. You have been listening to First Class Fatherhood. First Class Fatherhood is a family-made media podcast. Please visit www.firstclassfatherhood.com or www.familymade.com to find out more details. You can order First Class Fatherhood advice and wisdom from high-profile dads on Amazon.com or wherever books are sold. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Proverbs 22.6 tells us, Train up a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will never depart from it. God bless, and I'll catch you next time.